She's got long legs and short shorts, but she ain't got no teeth. She wears a red bandana on her head, and she smiles so, so sweet. She'll steal your heart, a very fish sap should rip apart your soul. She'll torture your mind and waste your time and drag you down the road. Cause she's a Jezebel, St. Andrew Jezebel. Cause she's a Jezebel, St. Andrew Jezebel. Hey y'all, thanks for pressing play on the St. Andrew's Jezebel podcast. This is season two, episode two. My name is Ashley Feller. I'm a third-generation Panama City native, I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm also a Floriopolis volunteer. This week, we're going to go over community events for the week of January 20th through 26th. And today on the podcast, we are happy to welcome back guitarist Matt Siegel, who was here last fall, and that was one of my most favorite interviews. So I'm super excited to welcome Matt back to the podcast today and to talk about music and creativity. Don't miss it. Have you ever visited Truesdale Park? It's right over by Oaks by the Bay. For this week's old news segment, we've got a piece that was featured in the St. Andrews Bay News this week in history back in 1933 that announces the land contribution by Mrs. Truesdell. I'd like to add, I am super excited to say that Salty Field Recordings is back on YouTube. Episode 5 premiered on Monday, and it features the breakout duo Jack and Jen performing their original song, Hell's Hot, Florida's Hotter. I hope y'all check it out. We've got more episodes coming soon. For now, sit back, relax, grab your favorite beer, and enjoy the show. Here's the community events for this week. Starting off on Thursday, if you're listening early, there is Coffee with the Commissioner, Josh Street, at the Panama City Publishing Museum starting at 8.30. Join Commissioner Street for coffee and discussion about Ward 4, including the historic St. Andrews community. Also tonight is Thursday Night Comedy Night by Panama City Comedy. This event is at the House of Bourbon and features regional comedians. The doors open at 7 and there is a $10 cover. So this Friday, why not take the historic walking tour with Ellen? The group meets at Panama City Publishing Museum at 1 p.m. It's lots of fun and you're guaranteed to learn a lot about historic St. Andrews. Also this Friday, there are fantastic songwriters from the Mobile area performing at Little Village. Those are Grace and Caps and Corky Hughes, and they are putting on a stellar show that starts at 6 o'clock. Moving on to Saturday, we've got the Market at St. Andrews that opens up at 8 a.m. in the lot next to Shrimp Boat. That's the Smith Yacht Basin. And there's live music that starts at 10 a.m. brought to you by Floriopolis. If it's Saturday night and you're feeling that urge to dance, you should head over to the House of Bourbon because True Soul is performing for you starting at 8 p.m. For your Sunday fun day, go enjoy live music in the courtyard at the tap room and make sure you check out Salty Sounds in St. Andrews to find out who's making music that day. They usually have a food truck as well. It's a great time to gather up your friends, go drink some craft beer, eat something delicious, and enjoy live music. Or if you're craving some tacos, Little Village also has music on Sunday, and Leanna Carter will be singing for you at 1 p.m. under the Palapa Hut. Can you hardly believe that there's two places to go hear live music on Monday? This Monday, there's of course Monday Night Little Fest that's at Tap Room. They start at 6 p.m. Not sure who's hosting this week, but there's usually about three or four different musical acts that play, and they're always excellent. Sometimes it's originals, sometimes it's covers. There's a little something for everybody. They'll be starting at 6 p.m. and they usually go till about 9. If you're a fan of the blues, then don't miss Dionzia Santiago and Lowell Hopper at Little Village Monday night at 6 p.m. Tuesday is a great day to enjoy lunch from Thai Basil. They have fantastic service, 
a beautiful array of sushi, and some of the best curry around. Thai Basil is also one of my most favorite restaurants in all of St. Andrews. I encourage everyone to give them a try. Tuesday is a great day to check out all the new murals popping up around St. Andrews. There's a mural painted by Heather Parker, J.D. Justice, and Floriopolis volunteers on the side of Sunjammers. And there's another mural painted by Morgan Summers, which is on the side of the little building next to the Salty Hobo. Why not check out the Art and Public Spaces exhibit on Janie's Fence? It's across from the captain's table, and it features the artwork of several Floriopolis volunteers. The exhibit only will be up till around the 1st of February, so go see it while you can. And if you'd like to contribute to the exhibit, then you're in luck, because on Wednesday, Floriopolis is having public hours from noon to 5. Just show up ready to paint, Floriopolis provides all the materials needed. Also on Wednesday, there's Line Dancing with Janie at the House of Bourbon at 7 p.m., and there is also a comedy open mic by Panama City Comedy at the Library and Beck. The sign-up is at 7.30. I believe the comedy actually starts at 8 p.m. That's all the community events I've got for this week. Tune in next week for more. One of the best things about St. Andrews is that you can see live music every day. That's right. There is live music being played somewhere in St. Andrews seven nights a week. Fortunately, my friend Ken Schaefer creates and publishes a weekly schedule for St. Andrews as well as most of Bay County. Ken's spreadsheet schedule is updated often when there's any changes. Ken also shares individual music events and is walking the walk and talking the talk when it comes to supporting live music. Not only does Ken supply the music schedules, but he attends several music performances a week and takes fantastic photos of the musicians. As a working musician myself, I feel blessed to have Ken and his wife Donna as treasured members of our local musical family. Make sure you like and follow Ken's page, Salty Sounds in St. Andrews, and Oh Boy Music on Facebook so that you'll always know where all the live music will happen. Thank you so much, Ken, for everything you do. Today we are welcoming back Matt Siegel. So since the last time you were here, what have you been up to creatively? Thanks for having me, Ashley. Uh, so I've been working the past month or so primarily in the studio. The end of the year is always like a great time period for me to kind of evaluate where I'm at and what my goals are for the next year. So once like the holidays came around and all that, I go into this, you know, a hibernation mode. And from there, I really started just spending time in the studio and writing songs for a new project. Can you tell us a little bit about that new project? Sure, sure. So uh, the project right now is primarily a blues project, but I'm not sure. (laughs) The thing is, the thing that I'm doing is I'm just writing songs and I'm recording them. And my goal is to release a song a month. And so I have a friend that I work with that he's a much better production guy than I am. So he does the mixing and and we kind of co-produce it. You know, we kind of make some creative decisions together. And But it's primarily my vision for what I want these songs to be. And that's sort of what uh, I'm working on. And I think that's the way to go, having somebody to help you out with the production part. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that I'm doing different about this project is I am doing a lot of the performance myself, and I'm not being as uh, collaborative (laughs) as I typically am. I love collaboration. I love working with people. But I want to trust in my own instincts. And I want to try what would it be like if I just 
have a singular vision and I work towards that vision, what will come of it? And that's really what my goal is with this project. I think that's really awesome. And I think that's super ambitious to do a fully recorded and produced song a month. That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, but what's great is, I mean, I am always just writing riffs and writing something. <laughs> so I've always have music going in my head and I'm just going for it. I'm just, you know, putting something down. And, you know, if it's good, it's good. And if it's not, it's not. That's okay. I'm just going to, I believe you got to write the bad ones to get to the good ones. So, you know, hopefully there's more good than bad. But yeah, that's kind of the goal is just put it out there. Absolutely. I think that's a great philosophy to adopt. So I've been following a brother's revival along on social media. Y'all did some playing around uh, the country, actually, since I've seen you, I think. Where have y'all played at and what have y'all been up to? Yeah, we we actually take a break in the at the end of the year, beginning of the year. So we wrapped up. In mid-October, playing in the Northeast, we were up in Connecticut and Pennsylvania, and we are gearing up now for this year where we're starting uh, in February, we'll be down in South Florida, and then uh, we're going to go back up to the Northeast and play in Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and uh, we're going to also hit South Carolina, we're going to do little, you know, a few Southern dates, and really looking forward to it. I'm ready to get back out on the road. Heck yeah. Any good memories from uh, y'all's last expedition up that way? Oh yeah, it was a blast. I mean, whenever we get out on the road, there's always, it's like a good time is always had. <laughs> so, but we, I'm sure when we were in Connecticut, something that's really cool, something I enjoy is when we get a little bit of downtime and just freak out accident. I was like, let's go to a local music store. Let's just check oh, it out. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, and we ended up, one of the other guys and I, we went to a local music store when we were having some downtime. And it turned out that the owner of the music store is like, he has worked with all of these like blues legends and like he sold gear to, you know, Clapton and like all of these people. And he was showing us pictures of him with all these artists. And it was a great store with all this really great vintage gear. And there was this one amp that I really wanted to get. But yeah, I couldn't really justify uh, that purchase at the time. But it was, you know, it's just those kind of random moments that happen when you're on the road that really make it so enjoyable in addition to those two, two and a half hours that we have on stage. I can believe that. So aside from the project you just mentioned, uh, your solo work that you're going to put out uh, new music every month, have you been doing much studio work for others in your studio? I've been doing some studio work. So my friend Dan, that is actually doing the mixing with me, he's also a musician and he writes this really great stuff. And he's, I really, you know, he needs me for guitar stuff. And uh, he's a great guitar player too, but he just likes another perspective. So I do some work for him. And there's a few others who've contacted me and um, just working on laying down tracks when I can. I love that. I've got a friend like that. And I love that we can send each other things and collaborate remotely. It's it's really an amazing time we live in. It really is. And the, the technology is there. Exactly. You know, so my friend Dan, he lives in upstate New York. 
and we're sharing files and we both use Pro Tools and Pro Tools has its own little file sharing platform. And I mean, literally I can record something, upload the change, boom, he's got it. And he can, you know, work his magic on it. That's fantastic that it just works. No conversion or nothing to send in the mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like the old days where it's, oh, I got to get this hard drive to you or I got to get this real to you, you know, so uh, right? it's really great. So you've been through the hibernation phase, which I think a lot of us do. I, kn I know I did. I had to. <laughs> so what are you most excited for in the new year as a guitar enthusiast? I'm really just excited about learning. And I'm always, always learning as a guitarist, as a musician, uh, as a human. <laughs> so to me, if you care about being the best musician you can be, you really got to take that opportunity to keep on pushing yourself, keep learning. And what's great about guitar is that, or and really any instrument, is that there's no point where you're like, I know it all. You know, once you may have got to a certain point within a certain genre, there's another genre waiting for you like to really get after. And really being able to synthesize those different ideas and make something new and special out of it. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm going for this year. That's awesome. Just keep growing and learning and honing your skills. That's That sounds like the perfect way to start the new year. And if I remember if I saw this correctly, you played a Monday Night Little Fest not too long ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I played with, I did, uh, Sandy Marlisa had a Little Fest. And uh, so I haven't done acoustic solo stuff in quite a few years, pre-COVID. It's got to be about three years ago, honestly. And, but I'm getting back to it. So, you know, I reached out to Sandy when she was looking for folks and she was gracious enough to have me and we had a great time. And that sort of leads into my next question is, did I understand right that you're, you're hoping to do some solo shows in the near future? What's that going to look like if so? Yeah. So I'm going to be playing at the tap room on uh, February 3rd and also February 17th. And so what I want to do with my shows is I want them to be a little bit different than your standard fare of, you know, dude with an acoustic guitar. So nothing wrong with that. I love all the people who do that thing and I do it, but I'm looking to like make it more of a show where I'll be playing dobro on some songs. I'm going to switch it up a little bit, you know, instrument wise, like I'm going to have, you know, some time where I'm playing dobro, which I don't think I don't really see many dobro plays in the air. There might be. But also I work with loops a lot. Mm -hmm. And so it allows me to, you know, do solos and do layers and all of those things as a guitarist where it's not just singing a song, not to disparage just singing a song. That's great. <laughs> yeah. so. Not at all. And I, I think that's very cool that you play dobro. Do you tune in open G or do you play out of E? Which tuning do you use? Yeah. So I do the, uh, the bluegrass tuning of open G. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's a straight, you know, square neck resonator. And I am totally mediocre at it, but I enjoy it. And uh, I could get it to sound, I think, good enough for playing live. I've, I've used it live previously, you know, years ago. And not bad, not bad. But you know, I mean, I'm definitely, I have room to grow there too. And that's something I plan to do this year. 
That's exciting. So what do you believe is the most important thing musicians and other creatives should be aware of when they're working in a creative field? I think two things. Musicians have to strive to be very honest. And I think they have to be honest with themselves. I really think that, and I don't mean that in any way negative. I don't mean it, you know, when you say be honest with yourself, I think a lot of times people think that means, oh, well, maybe I'm not as good as I think. No, I don't mean that at all. I mean, recognize the things that you're good at, the things that need improvement. And everything is just needs improvement. It's not that you're bad at something, because to me, that's so definite. But I think you need to be honest about pretty much every decision you make, you know, not just with yourself, but with other people. And you'll find that that frees you to really make the art you want to make. And then the other thing I think is that we have to strive also, I like that word strive, to be unafraid, to really try different things and put yourself out there. And I think that's what we do, especially as musicians. Sometimes you get in front of a crowd and it's not the best, you know, or you don't have the best reaction. Maybe you're amazing, but it's just not the best reaction. And that's a scary thing. You know, and of course, all the self-doubt and questioning that comes with that. But you got to be unafraid, you know, just keep on pushing, keep on learning and be honest with yourself. All of those things. And, and I'm with you on the reaction thing. I've, I've I've been in places where the musician playing was akin to Pavarotti. Uh-huh. And the folks are still just shoveling in their cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's just the way it is. It, <laughs> it takes a lot of bravery to, right. to be a musician and, you know, put yourself out on the line like that. Yep. And so what are your creative intentions for the first part of 2022? So with the project, you know, really putting out a song a month and really just focus on writing new material. I have a lot of older material, a lot of old songs. and. I started recording them, but I just honestly wasn't feeling it at the moment. And I'm like, hey, that's okay. I can come back to those if I want, and I can record them at a later time. But I want to focus on something that's fresh and new to me and see what comes of it. Well, I'm super excited to hear it. I really am. Good luck to you. you. We've got a lot of wonderful music supporters in this community. That's one of the things that I love about St. Andrews the most is – People really do come out for music here. You know, yeah. we've got great people like Ken and Donna Schaefer, mm-hmm. Crook and Vicki Stewart, and that's only to name a few. Right. You know, right. why do you believe people care about music? Okay, this is going to be a little bit deeper. Than- Go for it. <laughs> so the first thing we hear is our mother's heartbeat mm-hmm. in the womb, right? And I mean, it's a rhythm. And I think that sort of starts it all. That's like the seed that kind of puts in our minds and our bodies and our spirits that, you know, there's something musical, even though we don't know it's music, but that's what a rhythm is, Mm -hmm. you know? And then the other thing is within all of the, all of the artistic fields out there, music is the only one that anyone can do. And what I mean by that is everyone can sing. Not, you know, not getting into how well they sing or not, but everyone can sing. Most people like to sing. 
Most people can clap their hands. They can form a rhythm. And it's accessible on a level that no other art form really is because of that. There is the aspect of what music does to our brains. I'm really interested in like things like where they do experiments, where they're doing a scan of the brain while listening to certain types of music and which areas are affected and things like that. And that's the thing is that music is universal in that sense, that it's going to have a physiological effect on us. And it all started in our mom's womb. It's fascinating. It really is. So we'll shift gears a bit. I understand you're originally from New York, right? Yes. So if you had friends coming to visit down here, what would you recommend to them to see and do in St. Andrews? Ah, that's great. I'm from New York, you know, but I lived in the South pretty much my whole adult life. But I still consider myself a New Yorker. But coming to St. Andrews, I mean, I have my favorites. You know, honestly, I want to go to Uncle Ernie's and have shrimp and grits. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a great place to watch the sunset or along the little boardwalk there. And then I love the tap room. I do um, have something from Oyster City there, you know. um, And then and also Little Village is great also. So those are like my three favorite spots. And there's other spots here I really dig too. But I love like the tap room is really relaxed. You hear there are great musicians there all the time. And everyone's really friendly. It's cool. And it's the same with Little Village. So you definitely have opportunities for great food, great music, cool environments. So San Andrews is really great about that. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few years. Absolutely. I'm excited. And and speaking of Tap Room, you've got a live show there in February, right? Right. So February 3rd. Awesome. So I'll be there on February 17th. So and that's where I'll be doing my first acoustic shows in about three years. Well, that's fantastic. If I can, I'll try to be there. Please. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for being here. How can folks reach you if they would like to get in touch with you for session work, gig work, anything along those lines? So... Social media is definitely a great way. I look up Matt Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L. I'm going to be renaming my page. I have a Matt Siegel page, but I'm going to be renaming it based on the new project. So that's probably fine. My personal page would be great. But also I have a website, uh, wanderlustrecording.com, which was my original purpose was to record other artists. But that's changing to me doing more of the remote session guitarist, session bass player, whatever you need, pretty much session remote wise. Well, thank you for being available for those things because everybody needs session players. I think if they want to make their records interesting, if they don't already have, you know, a solid band or, or a knockout multi-instrumentalist and singer. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, It's good to see you again. And I'm really excited for, you know, your aspirations for all of 22 and your solo shows you got coming up and send you play the dobro. That's one of my favorite instruments. I'm a big Jerry Douglas fan. Oh yeah. So that's super cool to me. And again, thank you so much for all you do and the music you play. And till next time, keep saying Andrew salty. Have you ever been to Truesdell park? It's the small park across the way from Oaks by the Bay. And it was donated by Mrs. Truesdell herself in 1933. Here's a column about it from this week in history in the St. Andrews Bay news, 1933. Mrs. Truesdell contributes site for City Park. Work to begin immediately on Truesdell Park in St. Andrews. Mrs. M.C. Truesdell, 
Through her generosity, has made a municipal park possible for St. Andrews. This park will also furnish an ideal playground for the children of the community. The location that has been given by Mrs. Truesdell is the former home site of Mr. and Mrs. J.H. Drummond, one of the prettiest and most desirable locations along the bay. The Drummond home which occupied this property was destroyed by fire several years ago. The property is situated between Buena Vista and Commerce Streets, lots 17, 18, 19, and 20, Block 1, and is an ideal place for such a park. At a meeting of the City Commissioners of Panama City Friday night, the magnificent gift of Mrs. Truesdell was accepted and will bear the name of Truesdell Park. Orders were given at the meeting for immediate improvements. This is another mark of progress and will give an additional beauty spot for the St. Andrews Bay section and as well for Greater Panama City. The residents of St. Andrews will never be unmindful of the generous act on the part of Mrs. Truesdell. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 2 of the St. Andrews Jezebel Podcast. I want to thank everyone who tuned into the premiere of Hell's Hot, Florida's Hotter. That premiered on YouTube this past Monday, and there will be more episodes coming out soon featuring Jack and Jen, as well as some amusing outtakes. I hope y'all tune in for that. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our coffee page where you can make a one-time donation. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes below. Make sure you tell your salty friends to follow us on Facebook so everyone will receive a notification on Thursdays when episodes go live. If you like our theme song, it was written by me and recorded by Dave Schwartz on the campus of Gulf Coast State College. The rest was written and recorded by me in my music room with the interviews recorded at Floriopolis. So I hope everyone tunes in next Thursday. Till next time, keep St. Andrew salty. Red lipstick, so thick, and a push-up bra. Tramp stamp, stretch marks, and a lacy thong, cause she's a Jezebel. St. Andrew Jezebel, cause she's a Jezebel.